Praise the Lord. I'm glad that the uh, ball game is not today. I'm glad the ball game is not tonight. So therefore you have no reason not being here tonight. But the main thing, you need to be ready for tomorrow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. I wouldn't do this if I hadn't been paid. I was paid to do it. I'm just joking. My goodness. Well, have a good time. You paid for it, so, you know. <laughs> uh, now, I do hope they win, but if it don't, it's okay. I don't have no qualms about it. I'll tell you what would be funny, though, and I, I would wish this would happen. I really wish this would happen. I don't know who will kick off to who, but I wish when they kicked it off, it would just bust the ball. I'd love to see how they'd handle that. Yeah, yeah, they put another one out there. They better check the air pressure in it, though. <laughs> Thank all of y'all for reminding me of that was 69 years old yesterday. Amen. Yeah. I couldn't even do nothing hardly yesterday for the telephone ringing. But I deserved it. I mean, I try to call you on your birthday, and I deserved every call I got, I guess. <laughs> oh, and some people sang. Oh, me. Hallelujah. Yeah, they sang to me. Um, a lot of cards, and I'm going to go to drinking. More. Somebody gave me two big bottles of Mountain Dew. I mean, the solid stuff. Ain't no diet to it. Man, alive, I can't wait to get into it. Ice cold Mountain Dews next door to ice cold sweet iced tea. I know you're not supposed to have it. My dog loves Mountain Dew. <laughs> I can, when I turn that top and it says, he goes to rearing up. He's having a spell. And so I'll dump him something in the cup and boy, he'll lick it. I'll be, he'll drink it and then lick the bowl. He's hung up on Mountain Dew. All right. Praise God for you being here today. I hope that you'll uh, enjoy your time of worship. Um, and it's okay to have fun. Long faces don't get it. Now, I told uh, Mark, next time they do that song, there's going to have to be some swaying. I mean, hey. If you can't sway, then sway. Whatever it takes. You can't just stand still with that song. Uh, Jesus is the king. Hallelujah. I'm glad he is. And Jenna uh, Grace, where did you get to? Thank you, darling, for that song. Hallelujah. Come anytime you want to come. Right. Amen. All right, if you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, beginning with verse 10. <clears throat> chapter 6 of the book of Ephesians, beginning with verse 10. 
Paul says, finally. Don't you love it when a speaker says, finally? <laughs> Sometimes people's glad to hear that, finally, and then they go on 30 more minutes. Paul says, finally, my brethren. He's talking to Christians. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of, the, of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to stand on your holy word regardless of what the world might say, regardless of what's on TV, radio, newspapers. Help us to stand on your holy word. God, I am thankful today that I have a word from you and through your holy word. And God, I praise your holy name. Now speak through us and may your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. soon coming up on five years that God has allowed us to be here and I have watched many of you come and become faithful and join and bring your friends with you and you just keep coming and you keep growing and going for the Lord and that's what it's all about. Listen, this is not a do-nothing church. This is not where you come and you join and you sit down and do nothing. If you have never ever filled out the spiritual gift inventory, I want to challenge you to do that. This is a brand new year 2016 I want you to pick one of those up on the back table back there and take it home fill it out in the privacy of your own home don't compare it with anybody fill that out bring it back and give it to Lynn or me so you can be plugged in you may not have a clue what your spiritual gift is but I can tell you this much I know who the spiritual enemy is and that's the devil. And he does not like it for you to fill out this inventory. So I dare you, I challenge you with this new year to fill out that spiritual gift inventory. If you are a guest in the house today and you've never heard of such a thing, pick you up one. It's okay. Pick it up. Find out where you are with the Lord. This is 2016. This could be the year that the Lord returns. I don't know. But I want to be ready. And I want you to be ready. I want you to be doing what you're supposed to be doing for the glory of God the Father and for no other reason. Listen, there are some here today who doubt. We doubt many things. The worst thing we can do, if we know we have been saved, the worst thing we can do is to listen to the devil when he says, you are not saved. Look at the way you're acting. I know your past. And on and on it goes. Don't you doubt your salvation. If you know without a shadow of a doubt that you have been invited Jesus into your heart and you're saved by the blood of, of the Lord Jesus Christ, then you're saved and you tell the devil to go to hell. That's where he's going anyhow. You know, it's important that we serve the Lord. I don't know about you this morning. Hey, the drums and the guitar over here. Hey, organ, piano. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. Encourage these that sit there. Encourage them that play. Encourage them. Tell them thank you for sitting there. Hey, it's a responsibility. It's their calling. It's their gift. 
And we need to honor that and praise God for it. I'll tell you what, I just am so glad today uh, to be able to share with you the, uh, the holy word of God if we think about a Christian and his enemy. You know, I thought back, Curtis, a while ago, I thought back about high school days. Uh, I don't recall having any enemies in high school, but I do know this, that that enemy was after me. And one day, there was an old boy and me, we tangled up, we fist fought for a little bit, and he was my friend. And, and it's Stanley Crone. I knew you wanted to know who it was, old Stanley. He and I were good friends. But the devil got between us. I can't tell you what it was about. But it was but hey, it probably didn't last 15 seconds and it's over with. Hey, we're friends. Again, we're friends. I'm not sure. I think Stanley's gone on now. Um but and I and I and then I began to think about our church. And I try to go through the role and think about it. I do know that, that, that I I got one enemy here. I do know that. They won't speak, hardly won't speak. You walk right in front of them, how you doing? They don't have come either. You see them out in public? Hmm. I don't know what you do. I guess maybe the next time I see them, I'll just fall down in front of them. Say, just stop me, get it over with. You know, hey, I'm not going to retaliate. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to love you regardless of what goes on, what happens. But enemies... If you don't think you have an enemy, you do have one, and that's the devil. He is out to get you in any way, any form, any fashion he can do it. He's out to get you. Let me tell you something. Lynn, where is she sitting? I saw, yeah. She is my wife of going on over 45 years. I love her, but do you realize that sometimes the devil causes she and I to become enemies for a few seconds? The devil don't like husbands and wives who love one another. And he'll do anything he can to separate you from your spouse. And you might say, well, hey, we got a beautiful marriage. We've been married 150 years and no problem. Everything's going well. If a couple tells me they don't have problems, listen, there's one of three things going on. Either one of them's dead, <laughs> or they ain't sharing the same checkbook, or they ain't sleeping together. If they tell me they ain't having problems, you will have problems. Hey, I know some spouses that have passed on and the other spouse, they said, went to that grave weekly and sat in a chair at that grave. It's okay. That's love. That's understanding. That's memories and it's okay. But I want you to understand that the devil is going to separate you from your spouse if he gets a chance. I'll tell you another way he separates. He separates children from parents and parents from children. We and I talk about it, how blessed we are with our boys and, and how they, they always call and they always checking on us. We, we're so blessed. Our grandbabies, they check on us. See this right here? Two of my grandgirls said, uh, last night we went out to eat over to free place, you know where that is, don't you? 
The free place cost me a hundred and something dollars last night. <laughs> it was my birthday. <laughs> I paid the price. But I loved it. I loved it. Had my grand youngins around me and just, just had a big time. Granddaddy, hurry up and open up your gift. Hurry. I'm trying to eat. Finally, we opened it up and, and they picked out this bow tie. They said, Granddaddy, you got a shirt that goes with that. If you'll notice Darlene sitting up there, she got on the same color shoes as my shirt. She said, you want to put my shoes on? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a hoot, wouldn't it? But the devil will separate you from your family. And he'll love it. Brothers and sisters against each other. It's so sad. That's the world we're living in. The Bible talks about in the latter days that, that spices will be against the youngins against parents, parents against you. It talks about that. But it don't have to be. Love one another. I don't care if he don't look good and don't smell good and she don't look good and don't smell good and the youngins don't obey. Love them. But discipline them also. Discipline them. The Bible talks about discipline. You spare the rod, you spoil the youngin'. That's what's wrong with, with, with our generations that's coming along now. They didn't get disciplined at home, so they, they don't want you touching them at school, and they get on the job somewhere, don't you touch them then. They'll claim disability, and it's over with. They're gone. I'm serious. The devil is out to get us, but he can't have our soul if we're saved. Hey, he may destroy this body, but he can't touch this soul. Thank God it's paid for and it's sealed until the day of redemption. I can't wait till he opens it up. Well, you know, it's a shame that we let the devil have his way. Don't have to be that way. As we think about the Christian and his enemy, the adversary, the Bible talks about that adversary. Adversary. Be strong in the Lord, it says, and the power of his might. You and I, through Jesus, can overcome anything that comes our way. But you can't leave him out. You've got to include him in this thing because he's part of it. The Bible says, be strong. Isaiah 12, 2, my strength, my song, my salvation is in the Lord Jesus Christ. We also need to be sensible in our thinking the Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not robbery to be equal with his father. They didn't like it. The enemy didn't like it. And the enemy don't like it today when you claim Jesus as your Savior and God as your Holy Father. You don't like it. I tell him to lump it. Hey, he can't change it. Well, when we think about this, he's at this adversary. We also think about the associates in, in this battle. Again, uh, verse 10, it tells us, uh, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. It's like getting dressed. You put it all on that you might be able to present yourself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. That's the most reasonable thing we can do. Is trust him, put it on, wear it, stand strong, stand tall, and share the word of God. It's amazing to me what happens when we trust the Lord. Listen, 
The devil attacked our Lord. He attacked him three times, and every time Jesus quoted Scripture. And then the Bible says, and the devil left him. He can't stand the Scriptures. He can't stand the sight of the blood, especially when it's the blood of Jesus that's been applied to your heart and mind, and we're saved. He can't change it. I've shared this with you before. Now, don't do this on purpose, okay? I didn't do this on purpose, but I had heard about it, so I said the next time that I cut myself, I'm going to try it. I did. I cut myself, and I put the blood on a piece of paper, and I let it dry. I took a number two pencil eraser, and I could not erase it without tearing the paper up. Listen, the devil can't have your soul if you've given it to Jesus. Oh, he'd love to get a hold to it. And he'd love to erase your and my name from the Lamb's book of life. But he can't do it. If he does, he's got to go through Jesus. And Jesus has the keys of the kingdom and the keys that's going to lock his hind end up in hell. He can't have it. And don't you give him a chance. Listen to me right now. You as a husband and wife, listen. If you're not getting along, you need to settle it. You need to get alone somewhere or another. You need to go off somewhere or another. And talk about it and get it settled for God's sake. You're going to die one day, buddy. Sister, you're going to die. How's it going to be when you walk by that casket and you've had a falling out that you never made it right? It'll be too late to make it right then. You've got qualms with your mate, you need to get it settled. The Bible talks about reconciliation, coming back together, getting forgiveness. Same thing with kids. You got a young and it's gone astray. Hey, what the prodigal, the prodigal son's daddy. I mean, he looked for him every day. I'm satisfied he prayed for him every day. And when he saw him coming, he didn't say, boy, bring me the whip. I'm going to give it to him. No. He brought him in, he clothed him, he put shoes on him, he put rings on him, he fed him, he loved him because he was his son. You got children gone astray? Hey, they still your youngins. You need to find out where they are and tell them, hey, you may not have done nothing. They may have done it all. But you tell them you're sorry about what happened. And you want them to come back. You want a good relationship with them. I'm going to tell you something. I've been to many a funeral. I've had a many a funeral where the families couldn't get along. And it was horrible. But it was too late for that person to make it right or for them to make it right with them because it was over with. That enemy will do anything he can to separate you from your spouse, separate you from your children. He'll separate you from your church if you let him. He'll cause you to get mad at the preacher and you ain't coming back. He'll cause you to get mad because you don't like the singing and you won't come back. Well, let me tell you something. You go ahead and you leave and you go hibernate somewhere and you stay there until the devil comes because he's coming. He's already there. That's why you where you are if you do that. It shouldn't be that way, y'all. 2016, let's make it the best year that First Baptist Church has ever seen. God blessed us last year in people joining and salvations. God blessed. If he'd done it in 15, he can do it in 16, but it's going to take us all working together. I'm going to tell you something. Listen to this. This is bold. A husband and wife wasn't getting along. Okay, they wasn't getting along. So the, the child heard the daddy say, 
when you come home this evening, I won't be here. In the night, the little child woke up with that on her mind. It's the last thing they remember as they went to sleep. My daddy's leaving. My, my daddy's leaving my mama. So she sat down and wrote a little note. Dear Dad, you're my daddy. I'm your little girl. I've been your little girl, Daddy, for ten years. I heard what you told my mama last night. Daddy, I'm asking you. Daddy, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus, don't leave my mama. Don't leave me. She prayed herself to sleep. The daddy found the note the next morning. He read it and he broke down and he come back begging for forgiveness. Guys, don't be so macho that you can't come and say you're sorry. God allows U-turns. The devil will arrest you for a U-turn. But God allows U-turns. I beg you, I challenge you. The adversary is real. The Bible talks about how real he is. Uh, the reality of Satan's existence is just as real as you sitting here breathing right now. He is alive. He is well. John 10, 10 says the thief comes for three reasons. To steal, to kill, and destroy. He will steal your blessings. He'll kill your joy. And he will destroy your testimony if you give him a foothold. But the rest of that verse says, Jesus said, but I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. You know, we've had enough families break up around here since I've been pastor here. Most I've ever heard of and seen in the since I've been trying to preach in 1976 to now. We don't need any more. Listen, if you're having trouble, call on Lynn and me. We don't charge a dime to sit down with you. I tell people I got two things. Really, I got three things. I said, I got the Lord. I got a wife that loves me. And we've been together 45 years. And you put that together, that's 90 years experience. We can help you. I beg you, don't turn away from God. Don't turn away from one another. Don't cast your children out. The devil's real. He's an adversary. He's got associates everywhere. Paul said in that scripture, he says, my brethren, he's talking to Christians here. You're not alone in this thing. Be together with someone. Have a church family. Latch on to your family. Ask your church family to pray for you. Come to this altar. Beg God to fix it. There's available sources in this battle. In verse 10, verse 10 is probably the key verse. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord. Listen. I don't care how strong you are physically, you are no match for Satan. He can tire you and me apart with a flip of his finger. But he can't touch our soul. Keep that in mind. If you're saved, he can't touch the soul. But he can destroy your life. Drugs, alcohol, sex. It's just wide open anywhere and everywhere you look. And it's destroying our nation. We see all that in prayer. Put it on. Put on the whole armor of God. The word of God is important. The word of God is powerful. His name is powerful. 
He's a resurrected Lord. He's the Lord that's preparing a place for you and me, and he is coming back. Listen, we're born to win if we choose the right side. We're born to win. We're on the winning side. We're not going to be defeated at the end time, okay? We may lose a few battles here and there. We may lose them. The devil may win. You say, see, I was in church, I tithed, I sang, I gave, I went, I done, I did all of this, and look what's happened to me. Listen, little things is what tears things apart. Little things. Stay strong in the Lord. When those little things come, deal with it right then. Deal with it right then. Don't let it pass. If you let it pass, it'll fester. And it'll fester. You know, I haven't had a rising in a long time, but I used to have those things. Horrible. Just swell up, mash them, all that junk comes out of there, poison, and it'd be so hurtful. Let it, don't let it get to that point. Get rid of it. Fix it. God's in the fixing business, and he can fix it. We're born to win. We're, we're going to be defeated along the way. But listen, we need to keep growing stronger and stronger and stronger. Look at verse 13, finally. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor. Notice, not part of it, guys. You've got to take it all. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. We're living in chaotic days. In Psalm 11, the, the psalmist there, he said that, that the enemy has already put the arrow to the string. The bow has been pulled back and he is shooting at the upright in heart. You know who the upright in heart are? Us Christians. Upright in heart. He's shooting at us. Privately, secretly, in the dark. I beg you today, I challenge you today. Obey the Lord. Your life will never be the same once you put it in the hands of God. Oh, hey, you're going to have troubles. You're going to have trials and you're going to have tribulation and all those. The Bible has an S on every one of them. Look for it. If you haven't had a trial, get ready. It's coming. Or maybe you've had a trial and, and it's over. Or maybe you're in the midst of a trial right now. I, I challenge you this morning. If there's a trial going on in your family's life or anywhere, get on your knees at this altar. Somebody will join you here to pray through this situation. And they'll stand with you if you stand on the word of God. You'll win. The devil can't stand it when we put our faith and our trust in him. I beg you today, I challenge you today to obey the Lord with all you've got. Because if we lose it all, so what? We can't lose our soul. Thank God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just want you to touch us. Touch us all in a special way. Lord, without you, we're nothing. But with you, we, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. You said you'd supply all of our, our need, needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. God, I thank you for that promise. I pray for anyone that's in this service right now, Lord, that's lost. 
Lord, to speak to their heart right now. If they're lost, Lord, help them to realize and know that without you, they're on their way to hell. Lord, touch them. Help them to come to this altar. They won't be coming by themselves. Help them to come to this altar if they're lost and be saved today. If there's anyone that needs to rededicate their life, Lord, give them the courage to come forward and rededicate their life to you. I know life's tough, and some of our people are having it tough. But God, I pray that you'd help them to put their faith and trust in you. Lord, if there's anyone here that uh, feels the need to join this service, join this church today, give them the courage to come forward. And Father, we'll thank you, we'll praise you for all that you do for us. For we ask all this in the lovely name of Jesus. Amen.